Back in August, we did a show all about the supermaterial, graphene. At the molecular level, a sheet of graphene looks a bit like chicken wire and is only a single atomic layer thick. If you were to pile up lots of these single layers, you'd get graphite, just like the lead in a pencil. For the first time in the UK, more than 40 companies from around the world came together to showcase the latest in graphene-related technologies. Connie Orbach went along to see what she could find and started by talking to Gauta Juliusson from the graphene production company Graphitine. It is a new material and it's being developed uh, to be essentially manufacturable in um, higher purity and in specific tailored-made ways over the next few years. We are at the very uh, cusp of commercialization at the moment. We uh, in Graphitine can make about one kilo in, in, uh, in a few days. So one kilo doesn't sound like very much. No, but uh, the price of the gold uh, is very high and uh, we make material that is priced uh, um, higher than that generally in the market. So commercially it's, it is significant. With this graphene, you're then using it yourselves or you're selling it on? We uh, are going to sell it to um, companies that uh, are a little bit adventurous and that uh, are pioneers in the market and want to introduce uh, graphene into commercial products. And there really are exciting and dynamic things happening with graphene. Dr Kate Stone is using graphene in ink to conduct electricity and make images come alive. Imagine a future that's more like Mary Poppins and Harry Potter. So imagine if we really do have magic wands. Imagine if we could really touch a book and it would magically do something or I could touch something that I wear and, and maybe it would just turn the oven off at home in case I think I've left it on. But everyday things, a non-high-tech world that's magically interactive. So you've brought some things for me to look at. Yeah. What have we got? Um, right, first off, there's my poster. Mm-hmm. So it's a poster of a drum kit. So a poster of a drum kit, you just look at, but when we make a poster... Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're hitting the different drums. Can yeah, I get... yeah. What? And like, so this is the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> so when I tell a bad joke... <laughs> <laughs> So it's a bit thicker than a normal poster, but well, not much. Well, it's just only because we've mounted it on foam board. Really? The actual poster is just a regular poster. And we print conductive ink on the back of the paper. So all the sensors are just printed. And that ink is conduct- is, is the sensor and yeah. that's conducting So we've been everything. using um, a carbon ink um, that we screen print, just printed on the back of a regular poster. But working with graphene, we've been adding graphene into that ink and we're finding that the ink is conducting a lot more than it normally would. That's the powers that graphene has, really. Um, It can conduct more than something else that would be that thin. So it means we can use less ink and still have the same conductivity. Wow, so the only thing that is on the back, you've got a battery pack. Yeah, and a speaker. And a speaker, which is also tiny. And, And there is a circuit board, so there's a regular circuit board, the same sort of circuit board you'd find in a greetings card. So we're not printing transistors or any of that stuff. We're just... We're just combining what's available. So what if you can take the circuit board, you'd find in a talking greetings card, but now remove the wiring and make the touch be that you can touch anywhere on a graphic. And we can print this as big as a bus shelter or all over the floor and it will be interactive. Kate takes traditional images and makes them more playful. At the other end of the scale, Paul Kane from Flex Enable is creating the most futuristic of gadgets. Rather than using silicon, um, as is used in in most of electronics today, we're using plastics. And those plastics then mean mean that displays and sensors can be super thin, super light, 
and flexible and unbreakable. Today already we're making a, a plastic LCD display, which is a color video rate display, super thin, super light. And that's made using these plastic, uh, plastic materials. Now, within, within, the, within the various layers that we have within our structures, we use various different plastics that have different roles. And actually, it, it turns out that graphene and graphene-related materials uh, can be well-suited to, to performing the functions of those different plastic layers and actually offer routes to taking technology even further than it is today towards not only flexible and, and, and foldable electronics and displays. So, for example, imagine a, a display in a tablet where the whole display can be folded in half into a smartphone-sized form factor. Um, uh, this actually requires the materials to actually stretch because you're bending them around at a tight radius. And that sort of stretchability is one of the sort of properties that, that graphene will, will help to bring to um, plastic electronics. And I'm assuming because it's so light as well that it's a, it's a material that you can put in which is not going to really add to the kind of weight of the screen. That's right. So exactly. So it maintains the display's super thin, super light um, uh, uh, structure. And, you know, that, that really enables this technology to go... Um, in places where you just can't put glass displays today. So, for example, wearables is a, is a huge area of interest for us where you could actually put this display wrapped around your wrist, for example, unlocking completely new levels of utility from a, from a wrist-worn display. You don't just, can't just show half a tweet, but you can show an entire email on your wrist, for example. And then another area where we see a lot of interest is automotive, where uh, bringing the entire dashboard of a car to life both from a point of view of displaying information and also sensing information, um, biometrics, uh, touch and, and other functions. All of this is possible with, with, with plastic electronics. These were just two of many new functions for graphene. I went back to Gauter Juliusson from Graphitine to see where he thinks this is all going. This is uh, very similar to when plastic was uh, invented in the north of uh, England mainly, uh, and now we have plastic everywhere. Later on, uh, another material, silicon, was invented, and Silicon Valley and other places essentially is built upon that. We think that carbon is a material now that we finally can use in the form of graphene to essentially do amazing things that are not possible with these other two materials. So to some extent, yes, we think there is a new industrial revolution and it's going to be shaped by graphene and it's going to be graphene replacing plastic and uh, silicon over time. Gauta Uliusson from the graphene production company, Graphitine.